Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Hey, bartender. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast. I am your bartender for the evening. I am the dude. That's what you call me, or you can call me Anthony. I think we've pretty much established that. How's everybody doing tonight? Hope, uh, hopefully everybody's having a good week. Uh, hopefully everybody's able to keep their head afloat. Uh, I'm certainly trying to do the best I can. Uh, so, you know, things are just going south again. Uh, a lot of bartenders and servers and oh, everybody's uh, everything's closing up again. Yeah, you know, I just got back from vacation, and then uh, there's a lot of places where that only allowed a certain amount of people. Like, uh, uh, I'll, I'll just say the name of the company like it's going to matter. Like Hot Topic. They only allowed six people into that store at a time. And I sat back and thought, well, you know, I've never bought anything in Hot Topic. I'll, you know, wander around, kind of laugh at some of the stuff or, you know, kind of poke around. But I've never really bought anything. I usually just kind of wander and stare at things. And so, you know, when they only allow six people in there, I wonder how much business they're losing. But nonetheless, you know, that's, uh, that's, I don't want to talk about that. But what I want, do want to talk about is this week's drink special. This week's drink special I swiped from the cocktail scientist on Instagram. He calls this the lucky beach charm. The ingredients, you are going to need two ounces of rock sound, rock sound, original light rum, one ounce Midori melon, half ounce of peach schnapps, half ounce of cream of coconut, four ounces of pineapple juice, it garnish with a lime wedge. Directions go as follows. Add all ingredients to a cocktail shaker filled with ice. Shake vigorously about 15 seconds. Strain into a cocktail glass filled with fresh crushed ice. Garnish with a lime wedge. You know, it looks like a pretty tasty drink if you ask me. Um, kind of... The way he the, he took the picture of it, kind of borderline like milkshake looking, but it does sound tasty to me. Very tropical, probably uh, very fruity with all of that. Uh, if you want to know more about the cocktail scientist, go follow him on Instagram. Uh, and he's got a lot of other drinks that he uh, tells us about, and uh, a lot of great presentations. It's really impressive. You know, this last week I've been uh, sitting back and. Rem- you know, remembering, you know, love and relationships comes up in the bar constantly, mostly relationships. Uh, well, maybe not even just relationships, just, uh, you know, flings. Uh, that's probably a nice way to put it. Uh, but it's, it's the bar people, uh, go to meet other people, but, you know, unfortunately alcohol kind of changes the personality of the person or makes them seem exciting, make them, makes them seem, what they're not, maybe you even think you're uh, acting like you're not. Uh, that's why they call it liquid courage sometimes, or uh, what Chris Rock say, you're not meeting, when you're in a bar, you're not meeting a person, you're meeting their representative. And, 
you know, just a lot of a lot of the uh, whole a lot of that whole thing about relationships happening in the bar always pops into my mind. And it comes up a lot in the podcast. I'm sure some of you have noticed. I think this week, the reason why it popped into my head is because I was fooling around on social media and I saw these videos of girls uh, lip syncing to uh, uh, somebody else's voice saying uh, things like uh, women choose who they sleep with and men sleep with who they can. And, you know, I have to agree with that in uh, in some cases because uh, there are just guys out there who are uh, desperate and they go through anything. They don't take, uh, take a lot of time to choose. They just, uh, go for the hunt. And if they couldn't get, uh, get that one, they go for the next one. And, you know, cause, uh, the biological needs, the biological wants, but it's not just men. I'm sorry, ladies, but there, I've also seen women do, uh, do the same thing. Uh, women that have come into the bar, dressed about you know 60% better than they usually dress which is usually not even that bad uh but they dress a little bit higher just to get attention peacocking i think that's what it's called guy same same thing with guys uh this can this whole conversation can go both ways so i'm going to uh, uh i'm going to try my best to keep it gender neutral but it's not going to happen so uh you know bear with me folks now, uh, I, I hear women all the time saying that men, all men want is sex. No, uh, that's not true. Uh, it's not the only thing we want. And uh, it's uh, like Will Smith uh, said in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, there's actually two things we want because we want to do it more than once. Now, that's a joke, totally. But I've seen both genders you know, uh, I just said a second ago that women dress 60, 60% better. I'm going to change my mind on that. I'm going to say both genders. When they are in the mood, when they are in heat, they'll come into my bar dressed about 60% better than they normally do, peacocking to uh, attract somebody. If not Mr. or Mrs. Wright, Mr. or Mrs. Wright now. Uh, I've watched... Tons of people, uh, two two people who absolutely hated each other two weeks before, and then all of a sudden they go home together, and uh, and then come in the next day happy to see each other, but refuse to talk about what happened the night before. But you're not fooling anybody. Your bartender knows, right? Now, on the man's side, from this bartender's point of view. Yeah, the man uh, will do, say things, try to give the air confidence to attract a female. And, you know, some of them are able to pull off the confidence more than uh, most men. But there's, there's a lot of guys who are just really lacking confidence where they make themselves look like an idiot. And I can relate to that. Uh, I, do, I did that a lot. But it just all depends on whether or not the woman... Uh, can tolerate how big of an idiot he's being. Now, by tolerate, I mean whether they think it's cute, or uh, you know, or just don't mind that, or they understand that he's a little insecure, uh, but he's trying. And the important part is he's trying. Now, the guys who try to give the air of confidence. Uh, there's this one schmuck that used to come into my bar. 
when he was he decided that he was uh gonna go to the bar and find himself a woman he put on his nicest jeans his cowboy boots a pink button-up shirt a leather vest didn't wear his ball cap uh showed his receding hairline and wore tinted glasses uh for whatever reason i mean it was it was uh early 2000s i i think i thought the told tinted glasses went out in the 80s but this guy still wanted to hang on to him but that was how you uh how you could tell this guy was out looking for a woman because he that's that was probably his nicest outfit that he had in his wardrobe when he spotted a potential woman that he wanted to get to know he would wander over towards her area, try to get into her eyesight and stand there and uh, hope that the woman would eventually notice him. Most women were put off by him because the outfit and uh, he majority of the time got ignored. Uh, uh, There were a couple uh, shots where I thought he was going to, uh, I thought he had a chance to get to know a woman, but uh, inevitably they all of a sudden uh, realized, "Ew, you're gross." But uh, you know, that's a completely different topic. And but this guy tried constantly, and uh, you know he had confidence enough to think that he could. Uh, he had a chance with every woman in the bar, even though he really didn't. Uh, maybe, maybe nowadays, I mean, I've heard all these women, uh, do that thing where if you have a dad body, if you have a beard, if you have tattoos, come here, let me love you. You know, that doesn't sound desperate at all, but, uh, you know, maybe he had to have a chance now. He had a stupid mustache too. So, uh, yeah, I, I've seen guys go to that extent, try to dress a little bit nicer, look a little bit more respectable, but that's just a disguise guys. We, uh, you know, women can see past that. On the flip side of that coin, ladies, I have, ju- just to give a little bit of fair play on both sides, I have seen women who also come into the bar dressed a little bit nicer than they usually do when they come into the bar when they're in the mood uh, and basically uh, laugh and fall all over the guy that they've decided uh, to put their targets on. Now, ladies, uh, uh, you know, just by the way social media has been reacting lately, now uh, guys, uh, like the like they said in the those videos, guys sleep with who they can. Now, the way this woman was crawling all over the uh, the guy that she set her sights on, uh, it actually put him off. It made him freak out a little bit, made him nervous, and uh, it made her seem overly desperate. And that can scare a guy off. And, uh, I mean, if he said, if he turned turned to her and said, you want to go back to my place, she would have probably gone with him. More than uh, just by the way she was all touchy-feely, laughing at every single thing that he said. But he was actually a little scared. She was a little bit too intense for him. And so, you know, it does go both ways, everybody. Uh, I mean, bartenders, servers alike, you you all can agree with me. You've seen both of those types in your bars. 
and it's a very common thing. Uh, uh, but the guys with the confidence, the guys, uh, it you know, it doesn't really have to do with money. It doesn't have to. It just doesn't have to do with really how good you look. It has to do with confidence. Ladies, same thing. Uh, guys, sure, when we greatly appreciate it that when you do your hair, you do your makeup, uh, and all that stuff, but it you got to show an air of confidence in yourself and uh, in order to be attractive. That goes uh, both ways, and I've seen it in the bar where uh, people are overly confident, and that scares people because they automatically think they're a liar. Or people that are underly confident, uh, underconfident, underly is that a word? Um, we're not confident at all. Uh, get completely rejected just because they're a wussy, or whatever the female uh, equivalent of wussy is. Uh, it it it's really funny actually because uh, when I was standing behind the bar and I'd watch all these people try to hook up, it uh, it was kind of uh kind of funny to watch people crash and burn because let's let's face it when you're buying the bar and you see somebody crash and burn while trying to hook up with somebody it's fucking hilarious i and uh but me growing up uh i had i have present tense i have an older sister and uh the advantages of me having an older sister was that uh i could write down all the mistakes that her boyfriend would make and say, okay, she didn't like that. Let's try to avoid that. And, uh, and then, you know, Oh, she, uh, she liked it when he did that. Okay. We'll, we'll keep that in the file for uh, potential for further use. I did the same thing when I was standing behind the bar, I would see these guys kind of wander up to a girl and say, Hey, how you doing? And, uh, the girl just basically go, uh, Hi, I'm with my friends. Can you please? Uh, oh, it's oh, okay, sorry. You know, just walking up to the girl and trying to introduce uh, introduce himself. The pickup line, the art of the pickup line. I have never been able to master it. Therefore, I have never used it. But I'd watch these guys use these pickup lines all the time. There's one time I'm standing behind the bar, and this couple sitting at the bar uh, comes into the bar late at night. And, uh, the, the girl is, uh, the girl sits down at the bar. The guy uh, joins shortly after, but the girl, uh, is caught up in a conversation with a guy who says that he's starting his own business of some kind. And eventually, uh, he says, so can I buy a drink? And she goes, well, actually no, because this is my boyfriend. And she points to the guy, guy sitting on the other side, and the other, the guy sitting on her other side actually handled it really well. He just smiled and said, "Hey, how you doing?" And all of a sudden, the guy that had was working on his business plan late at night in a bar uh, lost complete interest in her. But I was impressed on how well uh, the girl's boyfriend handled it because uh, he didn't sit, uh, stand up and try to play the alpha male and say, "Hey, you tried to talk to my girl," you know, or you know whatever uh, whatever bullshit that happens in that sort of thing. Didn't start a fight, didn't cause a fuss. The guy was fairly confident, and I was like, hey, good for you. But the other guy, you know, he, he, would, he started a conversation with another girl about 
four or five minutes after talking to the first girl and started talking about, well, I'm here with my buddy. We're developing a business plan for a business that we're thinking about doing. Hey, can I buy you a drink? You know, um, uh, it, you know, he got to buy the, uh, to buy the girl a drink, but he didn't go anything, uh, go anywhere past that because, uh, about halfway through the drink, she, oh, she says, Oh, I've got to go join my friends. Thank nice talking to you. Thank for the, thank you for the drink. And I kind of laughed. He, uh, he didn't try that anymore. He, he all of a sudden decided to give up and go to a different bar, uh, because his whole story of starting his own personal business and trying to act like a big time entrepreneur, the next Bill Gates, the next Elon Musk, uh, or, you know, something like that really wasn't working out for him. So, uh, he decided to go somewhere else and, uh, try to, uh, try something else, you know, try the same line on other, other girls is see the art of the pickup line, uh, is, uh, weird because, uh, a lot of girls can see through the pickup lines. A lot of guys can see through the pickup lines. Uh, and it's, you know, I, every, but it's gotten to the point in the bars where everything anybody says seems like a pickup line. And, you know, even for the bartenders, we stand there and, uh, the girl is giggling. She's playing with her hair and, uh, then she orders a drink and hangs out at the bar, and then you get this weird feeling in the back of your head where you sit back and think, is she flirting with me, or is she just trying to get a free drink? Now, I'm ultimately paranoid when it comes to relationships uh, uh, just because of things that have happened in the past that I really should get over. But, uh, you know, everything that it seemed like... the. Uh, Everything seemed like a pickup line if you didn't know the person right away when you're trying to meet somebody new and just saying hi. I had a really good friend that had decided, I am going to try to figure out this whole relationship thing out. I've been single for too long. I'm going to go to a bar that I know nobody and uh, try to meet somebody because I can't. uh, uh, He worked with me at uh, the bar that I worked at. He was the cook. He said, I can't date anybody around here. It's too, It would be too awkward. So one night he decided, okay, put on a decent outfit, go over to a bar that he knew about that he didn't frequent. And he sat at the bar, uh, listened to conversations, did a little bit of people watching, and then eventually saw a woman that he thought he would uh, might be interesting. So he, and believe me, ladies and gentlemen, this guy has, uh, he doesn't have, a sexist bone in his body. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, he was really nice guy, really friendly. And, uh, so he walks over to this girl and says, hi, my name is, let's call him Steve. And, uh, he walks over to her and says, hi, my name is Steve. And the very next thing that she said to him was not interested. And I thought when he, when he's telling me this story, I thought, she just said that right out, of, right out of the gate, and uh, and he's like, yeah, and it was. He said it was weird, and she didn't say, uh, "Hi, I'm with my friends," or "Hi, my name is," or um, you know, just shut him down immediately. And uh, it, I thought, well, that you know, I'm trying to figure out still to this day if that's rude 
or, you know, or if there's another excuse. Uh, I mean, personally, I'd like to side on the side that she, that was just her being rude, but there can be a flip side to this story. And, uh, uh, that flip side, uh, it can be something that is debated for centuries and probably has been debated for centuries, but it will never, ever, ever be solved. The whole, how, what happens in relationships, what happens when they start, what happens when they end. And if you ask me, if uh, somebody who's uh, studying like uh, the social sciences, uh, you know, psychology, make them be bartenders. Because if you want a good test uh, testing group for a psychologist or a psychiatrist work as a bartender because you will meet every single different personality ever in your bar and you will see how people react to different different things different uh, react uh, you'll have a whole bunch of things I'm actually surprised that um, I've never run into a bartender uh, who uh, has turned into a psychologist or a psychiatrist uh, because, you know, they send uh, psychoanalysts or, uh, you know, you know they, they tell them to sit and talk to people and read these books, but they don't really go out and actually experience it. And at least not to my knowledge, nobody ever walked into the bar and said, hi, I'm a psychiatrist. And then I'd probably look at him and say, stop reading into me. But... Uh, you know, uh, I mean, think of all the things that bartenders run into uh, watching, just trying to figure out, uh, trying to figure out how relationships work and how people interact with each other. Become a bartender for Christ's sake. You have, you'll have a, uh, a, a test sample so huge that it would boggle your mind and you would be writing a dissertation for years based on your findings. But enough about things like dissertations. Uh, wow, dissertation, big word. I feel so grown up. Uh, hey, Bartender Podcast has now a, a sponsor. Go to bartendersowncoffee.com. You will find a large selection of different coffees made here in the USA, 100% Arabica. Find different uh, blends. Pick your favorite and if you use promo code HeyBartender at checkout, you will receive 20% off your entire order. Head over to bartendersowncoffee.com and get your coffee today. They also have a selection of K-Cups, too, if you're one of those curd people. Enjoy. Oh, that's so cool. I have a sponsor now. Let's hear how excited everybody is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've had this uh, set up where I have a soundboard and I never use the switches because I can't think of a decent reason to do it. But it really boosts my self-esteem when all of a sudden people start cheering for me. Thank you. Thank you. That's enough of that. So, anyway, back to what we were talking about. Now, the uh, I spent the first part of this show talking about people getting together, people hooking up, trying too hard, and stuff like that. But the thing that was most difficult to watch was the breakups and bartenders, servers, you you have your favorite customers. You have your favorite couples. I'm sure you do uh, because 
uh, I remember even I had uh, favorite couples that would come in and it was always nice to see them together. It was nice to see them interact with other people and, you know, they're just genuinely uh, fun to see. But then all of a sudden you see them break up and, you know, it's, you know, like watching your uh, best friend uh, break up with a longtime girlfriend. It's like, no, it wouldn't be uh, as... uh, uh, heart-wrenching or uh, anything like that com- uh, uh, comparing your parents to get divorced well it depends on how close you are to uh, your customers maybe it's a lot like watching your brother or sister di- uh, divorce somebody but it was extremely difficult sometimes to witness a uh, witness a couple breakup uh, well one where I was most embarrassed was I had this couple that came in, and every time this was back before the point of sale system, I had to write names down on actual tickets to keep track of their tabs. I wrote every time uh, both of them came in. Let's call them John and Stacy. Um, every time they came in on their ticket, ticket, I'd write John and Stacy on there. And then all of a sudden, one day I'm working, and then John comes in, and I write John and Stacy on the ticket, and then all of a sudden. Uh, my a barb, um, the bartender that was I was working with that night, she takes me aside and says, uh, "Just put John from now on because uh, him and Stacy just re- recently got a divorce." And I'm like, "Oh crap! Well, that sucks." And I uh, wish you would have told me because he's come in by himself for the last week uh, to the bar, and I've been still writing the same damn thing on the ticket. So, uh, but you know it. You know, it was it was hard watching breakups because you watch inevitably one of the couple. Uh, they'd still come into the bar. It, it's uh, I don't know if it was uh, like splitting up uh, royalties to uh, you know who gets what. Okay, uh, I only get uh, you get the furniture, I get the house, I get the bar, you get the grocery store. I I don't know if. That's how uh, relationships split up like that. I um, uh, usually when I broke up with somebody, if there was a common hangout, I would stop going to that hangout. Uh, if uh, like with ex girlfriends that I've had, usually it was their hangout that I ended up going to also. So for me not to go to that hangout anymore wasn't that big of a deal because I really didn't have any uh, really bonding relationships in that bar. Uh, uh, well, maybe in uh, other cases, but you get what I'm saying. And, you know, I'd see couples get divorced. I'd see uh, boyfriend and girlfriend who seemed like they were in love one second, and all of a sudden they absolutely hate each other the next second. Um, I, and uh, it's And then you end up as a bartender sometimes when you feel like you're friends with somebody, uh, or cause as a bartender, we do like to, you know, inquire about personal lives a little bit at least because it makes people feel more at home when you're at the bar. And so, you know, saying, saying things like me putting my foot in my mouth one time, cause I had a customer at one bar I worked at. I hadn't seen him in a long time cause he frequented the uh, one bar I worked at, but then all of a sudden he came into the new bar that I was working at in the same town. And all of a sudden I say, Hey man, how you doing? How's, uh, his wife. I don't remember either of their names. Uh, how's your wife? And he goes, uh, she left me. And I'm like, 
excuse me? And I partially laughed because uh, I'll, I'll honestly tell you this, guys. Uh, I honestly partially laughed because I was uncomfortable. I, I laugh when I'm uncomfortable. I say sarcastic things when I'm uncomfortable. Uh, it, it was an extremely uncomfortable moment for me. And, and so he's like, she left me. I'm like, what? And he said, yeah, I went on a hunting trip and came back. And uh, all that was left was a dining room table and the wedding photos. And I was like, no shit. And because uh, I thought they were a happy couple. And of course, I it had been some time since I'd seen him because they frequented the other bar. You know, maybe things went a little bit south, and I, you know, I just didn't know about it. But it was, it was weird. And but now, uh, what I'm getting at here, people, is when it comes to breakups. Uh, here is this bartender's advice when it comes to that sort of thing. Uh, there are people out there who believe that when you break up with somebody, it's best to get right back on the horse. Just, uh, you know, okay, that's over time to get back into the dating pool. Haven't been there in a while. Do guys still wear piano key neckties? Uh, No. Okay. Uh, you know, do, uh, do girls, you know, uh, still wear, I, I don't. I, I don't know shit about women, uh, but anyway, you, you start, you start thinking, uh, you see these people start to think about, okay, it's time to move on. I can't uh, be alone forever. So, uh, let's get back into the ring. Now this, uh, this is for both men and women. Personally, uh, I think that everybody needs there, there needs to be a longer time, but uh, what is it nowadays? I, I, uh, back, uh, Back when I was bartending, um, the when you broke up with somebody, maybe maybe this goes back as far as high school. When you broke up with somebody, there was like a required two weeks before you could date anybody else. Now, that was high school, and some people uh, that come into your bars, I bet anybody uh, that you bartenders know some people who haven't left high school. They still. Uh, you know, they peaked in high school, so they think that they're still in with the popular crowd. They're still uh, the coolest guy. They drive the coolest car. They date the prettiest girls. But really, in real life, they are a caved-in ashtray. And uh, they're a mess of what they think they are. I mean, they didn't see that, uh, you know, that uh, the uh, the dad bod uh, all of a sudden came in Uh the pickup lines uh, that they used back in the eighties don't work anymore. And it became as something as simple as Joey saying, how you doing? And uh, it's, uh, they, you know, they've been out of the dating pool for a while. So it's like, they don't know how to do it anymore, but they're relying on what they used to do. And really they haven't been in the dating pool since high school. Some of these, a lot of my customers in the town that I worked with were people that all went to high school together it was actually kind of difficult for me because everybody that lived in that town went to school together. They worked together and they've known each other since they were kids. And I came into that town, not knowing anybody. And, uh, so it was like going to a high school reunion when I didn't even go to that high school. And it, uh, so yeah, mostly, you know, I just tried my best to, uh, become 
a nice guy that they know. I didn't try my hardest to become their friend. Uh, but when relationship breakups uh, would happen, some people would jump on the horse way too early. And here were my observations uh, when that happened. It's like, okay, they just got a divorce. Uh, it's been finalized. They've decided, okay, time to date again. And maybe they do find somebody nice. Maybe they uh, do uh, manage to bring up a relationship uh, from, build a relationship from that. But nine times out of 10, based on this bartender's observations, uh, all everybody else that's listening to this show might think something different. They take everything that happened in that pr- previous relationship and ultimately sabotage themselves thinking that the same thing's going to happen again or uh, they think that that, uh, that person is going to do the same thing that the other person did to them, so they're trying their hardest to avoid that. And it, everything bad that came from that previous relationship is still, all the wounds are still bleeding. And they haven't taken care of themselves. They haven't set their mind right yet. And which that brings me to uh, my advice when it comes to doing breakups. Take all the time you need. There is no rush to get back into a relationship. Sure, we miss uh, uh, the intimacy. We miss doing things with people like, well, shit, I, uh, I, uh, first time I went to a, a movie by myself, it felt weird. And it's like, I'm sitting in a theater by my, uh, by myself to watch a movie just because I don't have a girlfriend. All my good friends are busy, uh, with their relationships. Uh, you know, and I, you know, it, it was a real downer at first. Um, but the, actually the, uh, funny post, funny little tidbit to that story. Uh, I went and saw a, uh, I think it was the second Pirates of the Caribbean movie when that came out in the theater. It was the first time I ever went to see a movie by myself because I was single and uh, all my friends were busy with their relationships. And I re- uh, I'm i sitting there watching the movie and I all of a sudden turn around and look around. I am the only person in that theater. The movie had been out for some time. Uh, uh, it, you know, probably close to going out of the theaters, ready to go on to DVD. But I realized I'm by myself in here. I have the whole theater to myself. And after that time going to a movie theater by myself, uh, at, at first it felt, uh, uh, felt a little, uh, lonely. Yeah. Uh, not just because I was the only person in the theater, but I just didn't have anybody to go with me. And, uh, but I got over it after a while because I don't always have time to find, uh, you know, get into relationships. I've never been in a hurry to get into a relationship. Yes. Going to a movie would be more fun or a bar uh, with somebody or restaurant would be more fun with somebody, but you don't have somebody all the time. And so you got to get used to doing that, uh, being by yourself. Otherwise, you just run through the briar patch of failed relationships. But so, um, but I do encourage people to 
take some time to themselves heal because uh uh usually in the bar i would talk to the person that uh, was depressed about the breakup i uh, the person that was happy about the breakup i usually never saw them again but uh the person that ultimately had their heart broken i would pretty much tell them take some time for yourself whatever you need to do if you need to just sit in your house and uh binge watch TV, uh, drink wine or, uh, play an online video game, uh, by yourself for a little while, for God's sakes, do it. That way you walk into a new relationship fresh and, uh, and don't use everything that happened to you in the previous relationship against the next person. Cause ultimately, uh, that relationship will is doomed to fail uh, uh, as soon as you say, so you want to go out sometime? The time period in between is still debatable. Two weeks, I guess, is still uh, socially acceptable for going in between relationships. But, uh, uh, you know, you really need to take the time to think things through because you can ultimately... Uh, well, it's kind of like uh, what um, what they were going through when Jason Newstead left Metallica. They said, you got to find the right person or we're going to be th- going through this again in only a couple of years. And so uh, they really sat back and really auditioned all these bass players until they found Robert Trujillo. That can be kind of, um, s- well, sort of... Uh, integrated into um, my way of relationship thinking. This is just your bartender speaking. I am not a board-certified psychologist. I am just a drink slinger that uh, you know will give somebody an ear every now and then when they have something to say. I will give advice very rarely uh, just because I don't want to be blamed for whatever. But there will be eventually a time where I'll see that uh, the customer has been alone for quite some time. And then they're actually scared to jump into the next relationship. And I'll, I'll see them and see them talking to somebody, see that they're actually enjoying each other's company. And then they all of a sudden turn to me and say, oh my God, what am I doing? Uh, I can't, I can't do this. And I was like, what are you talking about? You two look like you're getting along great. It was, I don't know if I'm ready to move on yet. And, and I, I'll usually tell them the way you were acting, uh, you're smiling again, you're comfortable around this person. You're comfortable in your own skin around this person. It's time go for it. And if it fails, sure. We might be back, uh, right back here, but remember, we don't, you only go around this lifetime once, you know, take a chance every now and then. Yeah. It's, you know, you've, You've paid your dues. Time to, uh, now. It's time to move on. But the people that would uh, sit, walk into the bar and say, "Yeah, my spouse left me, so you know I'm single now. Uh, so where are all the hot chicks at, or um, sexy studs at?" Uh, and I just go like, "Oh, you are doomed to fail. Yuck!" Uh, and it was hard to watch breakups, and it was hard to go through breakups when I was bartending too, uh, because, like I said. Uh, everybody, 
like everybody want, likes their bartender and everybody's concerned about their bartenders. So I, uh, I would try my hardest standing behind the bar to not show that emotion that I was heartbroken or whatever, but inevitably somebody would eventually come up to me and say, what's wrong? And I go, nothing. And then come on, what's wrong? And then, uh, then I sit there and debate, should I stab them in the face, uh, with this fork or, you know, should I just tell them? And I would just not tell them. I said, look, please just leave me alone. And, uh, usually the customers would always be cool about it, but it was a small town. Most of the customers knew about it already anyway. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, did that uh, story about love and loss and all that sort of thing confuse the shit out of everybody? Well, that should tell you guys how good I am at it. I'm sure some of you are laughing at me as this guy doesn't know shit. Well, you're right. But I do try hard, so I got that going for me, you know, which is nice. But it is the weekend here, people. It is time for this week's musical guest from England. From their latest EP available on Bandcamp.com, this is The Last Trains with their song, The Girl with the Sparkle in Her Eyes. Thank you. 
trains with their song the girl with the sparkle in her eyes that is available on their latest ep on bandcamp.com head on over to bandcamp.com and go check out their music there's a ton of music on bandcamp.com that's where i go to find all these independent artists to be on the show if you're an independent music artist that wants to be on this show be featured on my show just drop me a line dude at heybartenderpodcast.com i will make it happen for you Oh, uh, anyway, you know, love is a very uh, strange and amazing thing at the same time. It can uh, make you feel praised. It can make you feel profane. And we are all in desperate search of it. I kind of like what Christopher Titus once said. Uh, There's seven and a half million men in this world, seven and a half million women, billion women in this world. And if you're... uh, uh, bisexual, you have no choice but to find somebody that makes you happy, because you know it just takes a while to find that right person. And uh, is are you going to find the right person in a bar? Maybe you could uh, you could accidentally run into the right person while pumping gas or you know whatever. You just got to take time. You got to take patience. You got to uh, you know, try not to jump in anything too quickly because. Uh, yeah, uh, being in a train wreck hurts, uh, and you know, how you deal with that afterwards is the most important thing before you go into the new relationship, at least according to this bartender. Uh, but uh, you know, my favorite quote when it comes to, uh, love, uh, is this the encyclopedia Galactica in his chapter on love states that is far too complicated to define. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy has this to say on the subject subject of love. Avoid, if at all possible. Unfortunately, none of us have ever read The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. At least not the literal uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Some of us have probably read the book. I watched the movie, personally. The movie's awesome. Um, But, you know, just like driving a car or skydiving, be careful. Uh, uh, Because... It can be the greatest thing that ever happened to you, but it can also be the most, uh, the most deafening destruction of your life at the same time. And, uh, you know, it's, it's tough out there. You, everybody wants to be happy. They want to find somebody to be happy with because it's, everything's more fun when you, uh, when you're with somebody. That's uh, that was one of the things that I remember the teacher from famous bartending school told me when he uh, was telling us if you remember listening to that show he is saying he you, when he is making a particular shot he makes enough for two because you should never do a shot alone 
but we do every once in a while have to do a shot alone. And, uh, you know, it's important that we understand we don't always have to do the shot alone, but we can't do the shot with just anybody. Wow. You know, that actually sounded kind of profound to me. Anyway, people, it is last call. That's right. Last call for alcohol. If you want something, come on up to the bar because I'm not coming out there because some of you are really far away. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening to Hey Bartender podcast. Please tell your friends, family, tell your dog because uh, you never know. You might dog, your dog might be into this. Um, uh, if you want to um, add something to the show, you want to be a part of the show, all you have to do is contact me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. If, or you can follow the Facebook page, Hey Bartender Podcast, Instagram, Hey Part- Bartender Podcast, or, well, I'm all, only on Twitter every once in a while, but the I'm uh, Hey Bartender Podcast is on there, Hey Bartender PO1. I also made a uh, TikTok account, nothing really interesting on there just yet. I'm just me being goofy. But, uh, you know, special thanks to The Last Trains for letting me use their song. Go check them out the, on bandcamp.com. Hey, did anybody uh, that listens to this show congratulate Randy Lynn Landberg? She, uh, remember, she was on episode 50 of Hey Bartender podcast. She got uh, Bartender of the Year in Santa Fe, New Mexico for 2020. That's her second year in a row. She got it in 2019, got it in 2020. Uh, if you have an opportunity, get on, uh, social media, uh, go to cowgirl Santa Fe, uh, find their Instagram page or Randy Lynn, uh, Lamberg, find her Instagram page, congratulate her because that's a huge deal and she rightly deserves it. Also remember people help support Hey Bartender podcast by going to heybartenderpodcast.com and uh, check out what we got going there. I have today's drink recipe courtesy of the uh, the cocktail scientist. I have, uh, you can catch up on latest episodes of Hey Bartender Podcast. You can pick up a t-shirt or two, help support the show, help me keep this running, and, uh, you know, do whatever. Also, remember to check out uh, Hey Bartender Podcast sponsored, the Bartender's Own Coffee. Go check them out, bartendersowncoffee.com. Until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's last go? I just got here.